Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Okay, it is me. I am in the car, as if you can't hear that. Sorry for the background noise. It's a blah day, cloudy, misty, but I'm getting ahead of snow that's supposed to be coming from what I hear. Although, I'll be honest with you, I did not watch or pay any attention to the weather. And I have a full tank of gas. It's a lot cheaper in Iowa than in Chicago. We're at like 440. So I filled up for 399. I was pretty excited about that, but boy was I humbled. I went to the gas station last night after the event. A few of us went out for some beverages and just to, you know, catch up and wind down from the 3 days. It was a nice way to close out. And I stopped by the gas station. And I put my credit card in, it was accepted, I took the nozzle out of the holster thingy, put it in the car, there were no buttons to push, it was just two different pumps, one was diesel, one was the other choice, regular I think it was, or regular unleaded, something like that, anyway, bottom line, I could not get the gas to come out, (laughs) like what is going on? I was freezing. I did not have my coat on. So I just decided I would do it this morning because I couldn't see anything last night. Didn't have my glasses on. And what a difference a day makes. The morning, sunlight, even though it's cloudy, I was able to see that there was this little black lever thingy that I had to pull up in order to get the gas to come out. Now, we used to have those in Chicago, but haven't had those in quite, quite, quite some time. So I hadn't come across those And again, I could see the next day in the light, even though there was light, artificial light, if you will, that was around in the, in the gas station. And the night before, I just didn't see it. Plus I was too cold. Didn't want to search. Right. I just gave up, got my car and went. Yes. I am using this as an analogy for life. Sometimes we wake up, sometimes we, you know, think about things or have bad thoughts in our minds. And that's, I think, normal for the evening. I really, really do. Not every evening should we have that, but I think we are quiet at that time. That's really a God time. It's also a real evil time. So if you know... That evil is usually done opposite of the day, right? Nighttime is because it's dark. It can be hidden. 
And quite frankly, they actually do things at the opposite of God. They try to pervert everything that God does. So at three o'clock in the morning is when they are doing their, excuse me, when they are doing their things, right? Casting their spells on the world, on you and me, maybe even particularly being Christians. So they are praying harm on people, casting spells on the world in some way, shape, or form. I don't know how they do it. They do it through blood, through these occult things, through, honestly, sacrificing animals. And don't you kid yourself? They do sacrifice babies and people. I mean, let's look at Planned Parenthood. That's like evil right in front of your face. I found out now that Planned Parenthood is giving out the drugs for for transgender hormones, if you will. Okay, let's not go down that road. Okay, but what I do want to do is say, you know, sometimes the very next day when you wake up, maybe you were, I don't know, having bad feelings about the things that you were thinking about. You're not hopeful about the situation in your life. Maybe you got a little more anxious. Maybe you never went back to sleep. Like sometimes that happens to me. I just start getting thinking. I may not be worrying about anything, but I'm just not able to go back to bed. And that's okay. But the next morning when the sun rises, whatever I'm thinking about is so much more minimized. I don't know if that happens to you. I think it does. And I think it's that dawn of the new day. Back in the Old Testament, the day actually started at sundown. So that you went through the night and then the light of the day finished off your day. And sometimes in life, we can be like the night where we can't see and we're not paying much attention. We don't have the desire to go seek what is happening here. I mean, I was standing right in front of the pump. I had the pump, you know, handle in my gas tank. If I really wanted to figure it out, all I had to do was go get my glasses, go get, you know, my phone and put the flashlight on. I could have figured it out. But I gave up, jumped back in the car, went went home, got warm, you know, and said, I'll just do it tomorrow. And then, of course, the dawn of a new day, light all over, even though it's not sunny, I could see that little black lever, even without my glasses on. And this time, I really wanted to figure it out because I didn't want to stop again, (laughs) probably to the same Casey's General Store, right? And see and find that I would have to figure it out there. And that's kind of how God works in our life sometimes. So if you are thinking or not quite, something isn't clicking with you, or you're just not wanting to go there with God, there will be a moment where you will. It kind of goes back to that seek or ask, seek, and knock. 
If we ask God into our heart, if we ask God to lead us to truth, if we ask God to give us his peace and to cast out all these evil spirits in our lives that bother us, because that's what they're here to do. And if we seek him, like the pump, the, you know, I didn't look, I didn't look close enough. I didn't really even look at all. I just said, ah, forget it. Well, don't let that be your walk with God. Don't just, eh, forget it. Seek. Seek out whatever you feel God is wanting you to go down. Does he want you to kind of check out deliverance? Does he want you to have a prayer life, meaning a real relationship with him where you sit? Maybe you're in an adoration and you don't bring anything. Like instead, you just want to look at Jesus just stare at him. You don't even have to say anything. That's how, <clears throat> excuse me, that's, <clears throat> sorry, that is how I do adoration now. I don't go in with anything. I go in with myself and my heart and I just sit with Jesus. Sometimes I just look at him and I say, I love you. Help me love you more. Help me love you more because it's about Love, 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 love. God is love. And the more we're with that God and love in adoration in the Blessed Sacrament, it's like being in front of the sunshine. You cannot walk away without some sort of impact on you, right? If you sit in front of the sun in the sky, it's going to have an impact on your skin. You're going to get darker. You might even get burned. If you haven't been in the sun a while, same with the sun with an O, Jesus, in that monstrance, which means to show. He's showing himself to you. He wants us to come and visit. He wants us to seek him out and then knock, right? Ask for him into our heart. Seek him out whatever way that we feel he's calling us to. Again, it could be deliverance. It could be a deeper prayer life. It could be enjoying mass in a reverent way, preparing by reading the readings beforehand and meditating, and then truly offering up yourself as a sacrifice and allowing him to come into you. That could be a massive change to people. Try to I close my eyes in mass anymore because I don't want to be distracted by even the littlest thing. Someone could move their head or scratch their head and now I'm staring at their head. I mean, that's how like distracted I can be. And it always helps me to sit with the word. That's my meditation. So I sit with what the daily readings are every day. And there's a word, there's a theme, there's a verse that jumps out at me always. Really, I'm not kidding. Pretty much always. And then I sit with that. And it, you know, what are you trying to tell me with this? And how today can I live for you, with you, and have you live through me, right? Through him, with him, and in him. And then that means that I just let him 
put things on my head and I'm telling you I've had crazy things you know the one time where he put on my heart call your mom it had nothing to do with the readings nothing to do with the readings but I was in an anxious state of mind after I received the Eucharist after mass that day same thought pops into my head call your mom and you all know, I don't want to call my mom. It's going to be a 45 minute to an hour conversation. <laughs> you know, I get out in the narthex, the same thought puts in my head. And so I say, okay, Lord, I will. I call my mom. It's amazing. I say, mom, God told, God told me to call you. And she's like, well, wasn't that nice. Thank you, God. Well, what can I do for you? And I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, well, what's going on? And I just spill my guts to her. And it's like, God spoke right through her to me. It was beautiful. And I just passed this amazing hawk. Wow. A gloomy, yucky day. And you can still pay attention to God's beauty around us, right? And I like the gloominess. I'm happy that it's gloomy. It's very strange, but I'm happy that it's not a sunshiny day. I don't know. Call me crazy. Okay, so back to seeking God, right? And just finding some things in your life that will bring you closer to Him. And it could just be sitting in 15 minutes and thanking Him for everything. You don't have to make these massive changes. Because that's the devil's trick too. You get all this stuff in a row and you're all excited for it and you think, okay, this is going to be awesome. And then you miss a day or you skip one of the, you know, novenas and you think, oh, I blew it. Or you catch a novena late because you're not praying it with the people that get the mailing and all, you know, like (laughs) you miss mass one day or one day is a bad focus day. And, you know, so this whole thing becomes this guilt trip and that you can't do it. Because Satan just trips us up no matter how how he can, right? Or you're excited to start the very next day and you're going to get up early and you're going to pray and you're going to have this awesome time with God and then the alarm goes off and you're like, yeah, that's not happening. It's cold out there. Or I didn't sleep well last night. I'm going to hit the snooze bar. I'll be fine. I'll pray later. That one never works for me. I'll fit God in. And maybe that resonates in your head. So guess what? If you're supposed to pray first thing in the morning and that is your commitment, that is what you decided to do when you had the spirit flowing in you, then that is God and you've got to stick with that commitment. As a matter of fact, according to St. Ignatius' discernment of spirits and the rules, you have to pray a little bit more even. So that you show evil, that you are staying with your commitment with God, no matter what, whether you feel like it or not, because love is a choice. And you're going to add another Hail Mary, or you're going to sit for another five minutes, or even another 30 seconds, just do a little bit more than what you were going to do. Because you're also showing God your control And you're showing evil the same thing. Okay. The point is, just do something. Because when we don't, 
move forward, when we don't take that step toward God, we're actually regressing, regressing. We always have to be going toward him in a new way, more and more and more. And I'm telling you, you will not regret it. And he will be there in ways that you never expected and never knew that you would need. And all of a sudden you're like, oh Lord, I am so glad I know you the way that I do right now because I need you in a super big way now in this situation that you never, never saw coming. But it's also just a wonderful way to live. It's wonderful to talk to God in your mind all day. You're never lonely. And you've heard how often he talks back. He puts thoughts in your head. He shows you amazing things in nature around you. He speaks through other people. He talks to you through the information that you're consuming through social media, through memes. You know, I laugh when he talks to me through memes. Memes are great. But he talks all the time. Unfortunately, a lot of the time he's talking to us and we're ignoring him. And that's why I also toss out, you know, try to go to adoration and just be there with him. And don't pray a rosary. Don't read a book. I, I akin it to going to a friend's house and, or how about this one, sitting next to your spouse and reading a book or watching TV and not like actually speaking or talking to that spouse, you know, or participating in what that spouse is doing, even though you may not like it, you're there. So when I sit on the couch and I'm on my phone, I'm all about my phone, right? I don't even really, he can even say a few things to me and I may be like, what honey? You know, cause I'm not paying attention to him at all, at all. And then if I'm sitting there and then he grabs his phone and he's on his phone, I kind of feel like ignored, but I don't obviously feel like I'm ignoring him when I'm on my phone next to him. You know what I'm saying? So maybe we should just pay attention and be present with who we're around, even if it's Jesus. You know, it's like sitting in front of Jesus. I have you right in front of my face, but I'm going to read a book. And of course, I'm not saying it's bad. I just want you to try to just sit there with him and have that conversation. You don't even, again, like I said, you don't even have to say anything because guess what? You'll be looking at him and he'll start the conversation with you. He'll put some thoughts in your head or you'll just be sitting there. You're like, okay, this is so awkward, but all you got to do is just ask him in, right? Lord, I'm here because I love you. I'm here. My currency with you is my time. And I am here to love you and to be with you. Only you. 
There's no friend that wouldn't want to hear that. There's no employee-employer relationship that wouldn't want to have full, full attention, right? Nothing worse than hanging out with someone when they're texting someone else or they're doing other things. Oh, wait, 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 let me just do this. Let me just finish this. And then all of a sudden, you know, 10, 15 minutes have gone by in a, in a one-hour lunch date. We do it all the time. I'm guilty of it myself. I'm just trying to be um, real with you in terms of your time with God, whether it's in your room, in a specific place that you pray, at the church, in front of the tabernacle, in front of the Eucharist. I am so blessed with how many places that I have where I can go see Jesus any time of the day, morning, noon, or night. And I don't take advantage of it very often. And I, it hits me when I go to a town just like I came from, and they don't have that 24-7. And it saddens me because... I know how much I love to just pop on in any time. It's wonderful to have it be whatever time works for me. So take advantage of when you can and make the most out of just being present with him. Okay. Keep walking toward him. I promise you you will not regret it and he will pull you nearer he will communicate with you he will touch your heart he will pour out graces he will give you consolations in prayer where you know supernaturally that this is the lord and remember 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 you have to discern there are three voices yours evils and gods and the only way you're going to be sure who is who is by talking to God more asking God and discerning right and pretty soon it will be real clear and that's the coolest thing ever okay here I am in the car. I could just talk to you forever because I have four hours ahead of me. But I know you have life ahead of you. Don't forget to put God in it. Do your best to give him your first fruits of the day. Just like Abel did. Cain did not. We talked about that yesterday, I think. Or maybe the day before. Don't fit God in. Make him a priority in the morning. He will set your day on the right Foot, I promise. Alrighty, everyone. I love you all. Find something more with God and have a blessed and inspired day.